So it is back to campus for students across the country, but of course, at a 66% rate. In other words, only 66% of students will now be allowed to return to campus. And what does that mean as uh, we are in the middle of a pandemic? Despite the fact that we're at level two, it doesn't mean that the pandemic is gone. So what is the state of readiness and uh, what impressions can we get out there? Well, let's find out and uh, get a sense of how things are set up. We're joined on the line by Professor Ahmed Bauer uh, from the Universities of uh, South Africa, or, or formerly known as the Higher Education South Africa HESA, which is basically a membership organization representing the universities in our country. Prof, good morning. Good morning, and thank you for having me on the program. Listen, thanks for making time to speak to us. Uh, we've been seeing a lot of um, us, whether we're working or whether we are in primary and high school, going back to some sort of reality. It's the student's turn in uh, the major universities across the country. Can we talk about the state of readiness um, on campuses? What can you tell us? What do you know? Um, yeah, no, that, that's a good question. And because so many parents and students will be concerned. Yeah. Um, so let me just begin by saying that uh, at the beginning of the outbreak, uh, the pandemic, in fact, uh, um, uh, a whole set of processes were put in place to try and understand what would make our campuses safe uh, when students were mm. able to return. Uh, you'll remember that the universities all shut down in March, right? Uh, and uh, so uh, a whole set of procedures were put in place uh, in a partnership between uh, the uh, National Department of Health, uh, the NICD, Higher Health and uh, and uh, USAF and the Department of Higher Education Training, and those protocols uh, kind of really laid out what uh, was necessary for universities to achieve before students could return. Now, uh, as you recall, in level three, one third of the students were allowed to return, and now another one third mm. will return. And uh, so, those, those universities can only accept students back if they've. Uh, adopted those protocols and put them in place. Um, the big challenge for us, of course, is that uh, you know, it doesn't matter how much of uh, preparation has been done, uh, it also requires uh, students and staff and the university administration and so on to work together, if you like, to prevent outbreaks, you know, because so much of it depends on behavior. Uh, so that's, of course, mm. uh, a big challenge and something that we have to work towards here. Yeah. Absolutely, because there's no question that like in society, universities are a microcosm and uh, if we can have outbreaks within our communities, there's nothing preventing the virus from behaving in the same manner on campus. I mean, questions like would I have to be uh, quarantined on campus or off campus? I mean, are you aware of some of those protocols? Yes, no, no. In fact, all the universities have systems in place for that. Uh, where the capacity doesn't exist on the campuses, then uh, there's a partnership between the local health departments and uh, and the universities for those facilities, for both for quarantine facilities and for isolation facilities. Um, up to now, we've, we have had uh, approximately 2,000 positive cases uh, of staff and students, uh, but they've been uh, kind of mm. well managed up to now. Um, now, of course, you know, we're going to another level, so there are concerns that... Uh, you know, that we have to kind of behave properly to try and ensure that these we don't have a major outbreak. Totally. And uh, perhaps you may or may not have insight on the issue of PPEs, Prof. I mean, 
We've seen how it's been a problem with our uh, primary schools and even high schools across the country in terms of procurement and rollout. What is the university's, you know, what are they saying about PPE? If I'm a student, do I have to bring my own or do some universities provide on that on that level? Yeah, I, I think that you know each university has got its own kind of protocols, and and they will inform their students uh, about whether they should bring along masks and so on. Um, generally speaking, the procurement process at the universities has gone well, and uh, in where there's been difficulty, uh, then there's been sort of a more uh, kind of a, an aggregated, uh, what do you call it, an aggregated procurement with uh, with higher health, if you like. Um, and so, um, you know, all the kind of the sanitization, the screening, all of that, all the facilities for that mm. are all in place. That has already happened. And, of course, students won't resume large classes, I mean, because of the, the restriction to, uh, on term, in terms of gatherings of 50 or more, uh, still, is still in place. Mm. So the, the, the emphasis will be on students uh, using university facilities to do what we call blended learning at the university, so which will be a mixture of online and small group tutorials and so on. So that's the mm-hmm. kind of plan, if you like, to prevent uh, large gatherings in closed spaces. Absolutely. Listen, Prof, it's going to be a very fascinating week. So let's see how this one rolls out as uh, more universities get more students back on campus. So thanks for your time, and uh, let's see how the week progresses. Thank you so much. All right, there we go. Just uh, talking about the issue of uh, universities, letting more students back is uh, Professor Ahmed Bauer of Universities of South Africa. It is seven o'clock. Let's get a sense of what's happening in the news with other stuff. Here is Pearl Shongwei.